Deep State Headquarters in the United States, also known as the Council on Foreign Relations, has this crazy new plan to completely restructure our government, to completely restructure our education system, to open up our borders and fundamentally change the United States of America. And they're reaching out to your state legislators to make it happen. So we've talked a lot about the Council on Foreign Relations in this program. It's a really incredibly important institution. In fact, we quoted uh, Carol Quigley from the book Tragedy and Hope right up there behind me, talking about how uh, the roundtable group set up by uh, global government mongers like Cecil Rhodes and Lord Milner, who, of course, uh, traced right back to the Rothschild dynasty, um, were interested in setting up this global government. And to achieve that, they needed to operate through front groups. Well, the front group in the United States that he identifies in his book is the Council on Foreign Relations. Now, just to we've showed these clips before in this program, but just to, so you understand how important this group is before we get into what they're doing, I want to show you these two quick clips. This is uh, Hillary Clinton when she was Secretary of State talking about how important the CFR is. Check this out. Thank you very much, um, Richard, and I am delighted to be here in these new headquarters. Um, I have been often to, uh, I guess, the mothership in New York City, uh, but it's good to have an outpost of the council right here down the street from the State Department. Uh, we get a lot of advice from the council, so this will mean I won't have as far to go to uh, be told uh, what we should be doing and uh, how uh, we should uh, think about the future. Okay, so according to Hillary Clinton, the Council on Foreign Relations tells her what she should be doing and how she should be thinking about the future. Now, if you want to live under a uh, Hillary Clinton uh, government and uh, you, you like uh, these ideas, then hey, you'll love the CFR. But if you're like me, if you support the Constitution, liberty, uh, individual responsibility and freedom and national sovereignty and all those good things, you would not like it. But of course, this is a bipartisan problem, right? So this is not just a Democrat problem. In fact, this infiltrates the highest levels of the Republican Party as well. Uh, let me show you Darth Vader real quick. I mean, uh, Dick Cheney, uh, also at the Council on Foreign Relations. Check this out. It's good to be back at the Council on Foreign Relations, as uh, Pete mentioned. I been a member for a long time and was actually a director for some period of time. I never mentioned that when I was campaigning for re-election back home in Wyoming. So now that we've established that this Council on Foreign Relations is a pretty important organization, I want to show you their latest scheme. You know, typically they're involved in uh, in pushing federal policies. Typically they, they try to focus on foreign policy and, and, you know, what's going on at the Department of State and the CIA and uh, the uh, foreign aid and, you know, try to micromanage the rest of the world. But now they're coming for the homeland as well. And so in a recent issue of the New American Magazine, we had a two-part series. There's two articles in here about this crazy new plan that the Council on Foreign Relations has. They call it uh, the work ahead is what they're calling it. And so they put out this huge report. They put together uh, a so-called independent task force. And um, they uh, we found out about this at the New American. Actually, nobody in the press talked about it. The New American is actually the first publication in the United States to break this story. Uh, I'm sure you'll be hearing more about this from the uh, establishment's propaganda organs in the months ahead. But um, we found out from state legislators across the country that the Council on Foreign Relations is reaching out to them and asking them to get on conference calls, to read this report, and to start implementing these policy recommendations down to the state and local level. So I want to go through uh, some of these. And some of these are recommendations for the federal government. But, um, you know, this is really, really disturbing stuff. So uh, in, in the uh, report that we did in The New American, we divided it up into two broad categories. Um, 
the first one deals with uh, what the Council on Foreign Relations says we need to do to our government. And um, they basically, you know, they start off with a kernel of truth here. They point out that there are big, big changes coming to the economy. You know, they, they talk about artificial intelligence and automation and robotics and uh, how so many jobs that are currently done by people will at some point in the not too distant future be done by robots. And that's a fact, right? I mean, even jobs, you know, reporter and surgeon and, you know, truck driver, jobs that you wouldn't think could necessarily be automated. Those jobs are in many cases going to be automated and we're going to have uh, robots and machines doing those things. So they start off with a kernel of truth. I mean, it would be hard to, to sell these crazy policy prescriptions if they had nothing but a foundation of lies. So they do start with a little bit of truth, but then they take that reality that big changes are coming in the economy. And they say, because of that, we need all these different policy changes. And so one of the big central elements of their agenda is we need drastically larger and more powerful government that should really kind of guide Americans. They're really talking about central planning here if you read some of their recommendations. So they want the government to uh, start dealing with people's retirement. I'm actually going to read just a, some of the recommendations that they are offering here. Uh, they've got, for example, government should be involved in creating better jobs and career paths for Americans. Hey, where have we heard better career paths and government creating jobs before? Oh, yeah, Cuba, the Soviet Union, China, North Korea, right? Government doesn't create jobs. Government just consumes wealth that productive people produce. So we don't need government creating jobs, and we certainly don't need them creating career paths for us. Then we have... Um, the government should open up more immigration, especially highly skilled immigration. So let this sink in for one minute, guys. Here, on, out of one side of their mouth, the Council on Foreign Relations is telling us that millions of Americans, maybe tens of millions of Americans, are going to be losing their jobs in the years ahead as a result of these changes that are coming to the economy. And so what do they recommend? Open up the borders wide so that once you're unemployed and can't find any work, you'll have millions of immigrants to compete with for jobs. Now, does that sound like a good idea? Uh, I guess if you hate Americans and you want to destroy America and drive down the wages of Americans, yeah, that might be a good idea. But uh, if you care about your neighbors, if you care about your family, if you care about your children, that is an absolutely terrible idea. I mean, it's already happening now that uh, American computer programmers, uh, high-skilled Americans are being replaced by immigrants. In some cases, they're even having to train their own replacements. Um, this is horrifying, and yet this is what the CFR uh, says we need to do. And I actually interviewed two of the members of this Council on Foreign Relations task force. Uh, one was uh, Chiki Agu, and uh, the other was uh, Ted. And uh, they, I asked them about this. I said, hey, on the one hand, you're telling us we're going to lose all our jobs. On the other, you're saying we need mass migration to come in here and take all our jobs. What's the deal with this? Oh, no, but, you know, the immigrants are going to create jobs, so everything's going to work out in the end. Yeah, okay, if you believe that, I've got this really nice beachfront property in Nebraska and some bridges, so let's talk later. Uh, some of the other recommendations they have, um, we need more government funding for research, since obviously the government has such a great track record in research, right? They know better what to research than people and companies and universities. Uh, they say that uh, government needs to put college and university within the reach of all Americans, right? All Americans need tax funded for additional years of indoctrination so that we can all learn about um, gender studies and climate change and, uh, you know, ethnic studies and, and all this kind of garbage, right? Uh, we can all come out as little social justice warriors. 
They say we need uh, flex security models. We can take advantage of these models. And they actually point to, and I kid you not, Sweden and Denmark are good examples of the kind of welfare state we want. Now, I lived in Sweden for many, many years. And uh, I can tell you, if you love freedom, if you love uh, being able to keep some of your money, you would not like Sweden, right? Uh, by the time all said and done, when you pay your sales tax, they call it a VAT tax, your income tax, your tax on tax, your fuel tax, you're left with maybe 20 to 25% of your earnings you get to keep. I say, oh, but you get free healthcare. Yeah, and you get to wait a really long time for terrible, crummy, free healthcare, right? So it's not to say the American model of healthcare works better. It's a fascistic, uh, government-controlled uh, piece of junk, but hey, uh, it certainly is better than the monstrosity they have in Sweden. And also, Sweden is really, I mean, it's it's like it's total government, right? They, the government starts getting the children when they're one year old in government daycares. They start brainwashing them. Uh, I mean, the government makes basically all decisions. The government is uh, God. The government is the head of your family. The government is everything, right? And so we do not want something like that in America. In fact, the founders would be uh, rolling in their graves at these kinds of ideas. Uh, what else do they say? We need... Um, the government should create, the U.S. government should create portable systems of employment benefits tied to individual employees rather than jobs themselves. Isn't that cute, right? Uh, that way, the government will be able to control us as we go uh, about our jobs. They'll control our retirement, our benefits, our health care, and all the rest. Now, um, you know, if you wonder whether the government will do a good job taking care of you, uh, you could probably ask some American Indians to see how well that worked out for them, right? See how life on a reservation is when the government takes care of you okay uh if you love freedom and you know there's other examples of the government taking care of you if you really want the government to take care of you, uh, you know, they have these fascinating uh, little model islands of socialism. Uh, the government will give you free food. The government will give you free health care. The government will even give you dentistry. Uh, you'll get free everything. And uh, you know what we call those places? Prison. Right? You don't want to go to prison. Um, and uh, that's a bad idea. And people say, oh, but free health care, right? You know what? Cows get free health care right before they're taken to the butcher shop to be sliced into pieces and turned into hamburgers. We do not want the government to run our health care. So uh, this is just kind of the start of this, right? As you go through this, you realize uh, there are some really, really serious problems in these ideas. And they are now reaching down to the state and to the local level to try to get these things implemented in America, right? Um, they're reaching out to your state legislators, to your state senators, to your county commissioners, and they want this adopted and soon, and they're going to use this um, economic problem as, uh, as the pretext to do it. So uh, thank you for watching um, Behind the Deep State. I'm your host, Alex Newman. Uh, we're going to do uh, part two on this in just a moment. But before I let you go, I want to ask you a, a little bit of different call to action this time. Uh, you know, you still should like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. YouTube's doing their best to uh, make sure nobody ever sees these videos. So, uh, and, and, you know, Facebook and all those things are trying to censor conservatives. So help us get the information out. But more important than that, help us get this to your state legislators. Get it to your state senators. Um, they need to know what the Council on Foreign Relations is, what it's about. Uh, check out the articles in the New American Magazine and, uh, you know, order a copy of this. It's it's in the um, 
It's in the issue on uh, is Medicare for all the cure all. It's in the January 6, 2020 edition of the New American. Get some copies of this and make an appointment with your state representative and with your state senator. Get this information to them and ask them to read it. And when the CFR gives them a call or sends them an email and says, hey, you know, do you want to be on our conference call? You can learn it. You could be really cool. You could be like us, Council on Foreign Relations. Uh, you know, then they'll know, hey, that's a really, really bad idea. That's anti-American. We do not want that in our town. We do not want that in our state. And it's up to you to get that done. Nobody else is going to do it for you. Uh, when we come back with part two, we'll talk about what this the work ahead plan calls for in terms of our education system. And I think this also is going to blow your mind. So stay tuned. Thanks for watching. Alex Newman, share, subscribe. It's behind the deep state. Love you guys. Thanks again and God bless.